come to Vision Night. We do this night once a year to celebrate where we've been as a church and talk about where we're going. However, none of that matters if we don't remember why we exist. And at Relevant, we exist for one purpose. Volunteer staff, what's that one purpose? Transformation. Transformation, yeah. And our mission statement explains what we mean by that. We exist to help transform people into everything that God's created us to be. That always has been and always will be our mission. It always will be our purpose. The purpose we exist, the purpose of why we exist will never change. It's, it's, it's written in ink. But vision, vision's different. See, vision is written in pencil. Vi vision changes over time. Vision is about what could and should be. It's a picture of a better future, about where we're going. It's God's specific plan for this specific church in this specific time. At the start of 2020, we just celebrated 10 years as a church. We'd seen God transform hundreds of people's lives at Relevant, and so many of the visions that God laid on our heart when we started had come to fruition. So we started to ask God what his vision was for our church over the next 10 years. And the phrase he kept putting on our heart and our mind was, cast the nets, cast the nets. This phrase is actually inspired from something Jesus said that's recorded in Luke 5. See, leading up to Luke 5, Jesus was in the process of recruiting his team of disciples. And one morning after fishing all night long but catching no fish, three fishermen named Peter, James, and John were in their boats cleaning their nets. And at the time, they hadn't personally met Jesus, but they had heard of him because Jesus had already started to gain popularity. And that morning, Jesus walks up to these guys' boats and says, hey guys, I know this is going to sound crazy, but... I think you should go back into the water and cast your nets again. If you do, you're going to catch more fish than you can possibly imagine. Well, after expressing how big of a waste of time it would be to do that, they decided they had nothing to lose. So they went back out into the, and took their boats back out into the water and they cast their nets again. Well, immediately, their nets began to fill with fish, and they caught so, many, so much, such a large amount of fish, their nets began to, to, to break, and their boat began to sink. Well, at that moment, they knew there was something supernatural about Jesus. So they ended up getting back to shore, and afterwards, Jesus went up to them and said, hey, guys, now I want you to follow me. I'm, I'm inviting you now into a greater purpose. Instead of casting your nets to, for fish, I'm inviting you to cast your nets to fish for people. So guys, come follow me. And even though they didn't fully understand what that meant, but because of what they had experienced that day, they immediately left everything to follow Jesus and they became his first three disciples. What God ended up doing in them and through them, well, it changed the world. Jesus has called his church his followers, to leave everything and follow him into his mission of catching people, into his mission of reaching people who don't know him, into his mission of helping inspire and empower people to follow him so that they're more transformed into everything he's created them to be. That's our mission. It always has been our mission. But this passage in Luke 5 inspired us to make the phrase, cast the nets, a theme, a war cry, a mantra for our church through 2030. There are four specific ways we feel we're supposed to stay focused on casting the nets through 2030. And those four are actually listed on this handout. You should have gotten when you walked in. If you're watching online, uh, the moderator should be putting a link uh, in the comments section right now. We're first focused on casting the nets by being relentless about reaching people for Jesus. 
by being relentless about doing whatever it takes to reach people who don't know Jesus because this is the mission that Jesus came for. Jesus himself said that he came to seek and to save those who are lost. Secondly, we're focused on casting the nets by being fanatics about impacting the next generation. Being fanatics about reaching kids and students who don't know Jesus, inspiring and empowering them to follow Jesus so that they're transformed into everything that God's created them to be by Jesus. We're fanatics about casting the nets in this way because the, the faith of the next generation, it's worth everything. Third, we're focused on casting the nets by, through practical biblical teaching that inspires and empowers people to follow Jesus. And we're fo focused on casting the net nets in this way because transformation happens by following Jesus one next step at a time. And that can't and won't happen without practical biblical teaching. And then finally, we're focused on casting the nets by producing, equipping, and sending leaders. By producing, equipping, sending leaders who are highly effective influencers. And we're focused on casting the nets in this way because Jesus is the hope of the world. His local churches is agents of hope in the world. And great leaders are the hope of the local church. These four casting net focuses, they're directing and they're influencing all of our visions our decisions, our goals, our finances, our resources, our structure, our strategy, our approach, our staffing, the, the relevant center, what we do with it, and how we use it. On that handout, uh, you can also see that there's 10 Casanet visions that God has laid in our heart. These are 10 primary outcomes we want to see happen in and through relevant by 2030 from casting the nets. All 10 of these are God-sized vision. All 10 seem unfathomable to me, but I keep asking myself, what if? Like, what if? What if we saw all 10 of those happen? What if? What if the nets broke in that way? If that happened, we would know that God moved in our midst. We believe God wants to move in, in such a way that what seems impossible becomes reality. Some awesome things have happened in and through Relevant over the past three years as we've been focused on casting the nets. And I wish I could share all of the ways he did this last year, but I can't. So I want to share and celebrate a few of the things that happened in 2020, in 2022 that moved us toward the mission that Jesus called us on and the visions that he's laid on our hearts. Before I share as you need to know, the only reason I'm able to share any of these with you is because God chose to work. God deserves all. All the praise. And the only reason God chose to work is because of you and me. Because so many of you have cho chose to follow Jesus. Because so many of you chose to sacrifice yourself for Jesus, his mission, and our church. These are some exciting things to celebrate today. First thing I want to celebrate from 2022 is the people of Relevant, you, took more extreme ownership of the mission through increased engagement. See, at Relevant, we don't measure success by the size of our church. We measure success by how many people are engaged. We measure success by engagement because we're all about one thing, transformation. And we believe the best way to experience transformation at Relevant is through continually engaging in what we call the five rhythms of engagement. Attending on Sunday gatherings, connecting in a small group for... for uh, uh, middle school kids, middle school and high school students, that's your next gen small group. For college students and adults, that's T-Life group. Third, serving on a team. Fourth, giving financially. And fifth, investing and inviting people who don't know Jesus. 
And man, we saw a massive amount of increase in engagement in all of those. Let me share some numbers. We had a 19% increase in average, uh, uh, increase in average Sunday gathering attendance. Uh, in 2022. We are now averaging 950 people who attend every Sunday either online or in person. That's awesome. In 2022, 541, 541 people engage in a T-Life group by the end of 2022. That's a 9% increase from 2021. It, and it happened only because we were able to launch 17 new T-Life groups, meaning 17 volunteer staff took extreme ownership to step up and lead as far as serving. 633 people are now operating as the body of Christ by serving on a team. That's a 9% increase from 2021. When it comes to giving, 2022 was the best year financially relevant has ever had. But that's not what we're ultimately celebrating. What we're celebrating more is that we had a 25% increase from 2021 in the number of people who give. You guys, this is crazy. Nine out of ten people who call relevant their church financially gave in 2022. That is absolutely unheard of. And we're celebrating that more than the amount given because we're all about one thing, transformation. And God generates transformation through our generosity. As far as inviting, 1,700 people visited a relevant community church last year. That means 1,700 people heard the gospel through relevant last year. And it all only happened because so many of us are choosing to invest, 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 and then invite. We had 90 new people who joined volunteer staff this last year and committed to own and drive our mission of transformation. Through this increased uh, extreme ownership of engagement, we've experienced exponential growth. Our church grew by 47% last year. 47%. That is not normal. Like, uh, totally, we grew by 47%. But more importantly, through this increase of engagement, our church got healthier, and we heard powerful stories of people being more transformed into everything God's craving to be. And that's why we exist. Awesome stuff. Second thing I want to celebrate through 2022 is our reputation of being for Elkhorn. It grew. See, we're not okay just being a church in our community. We believe Jesus has called us to impact our community for him by, by being for our community. See, at Relevant, we are for Elkhorn. And through many different things that we do to help make our community better, like Elkhorn Days, the tree lighting, Serve Day, Flicks at the Chef, and because of our adoption of Elkhorn Schools, of which we adopted two more schools this last year, our reputation of being for Elkhorn, it just grew in 2022. Over the past year, more than any other year, Elkhorn organizations, businesses, and schools have been reaching out to us to help meet needs, knowing that when they reach out to us, we are going to step out. The most extreme example of this was in March when a high school student in our community died. Many, many students in our community were affected and were hurting. Elkhorn High School let kids out of school earlier and told them to go to, to the Relevant Center and that uh, people would be there to love them and care for them. They didn't tell us that, though. And so we had just hundreds of students just showing up that day, and we responded. And we responded by just being there all day, praying for them all day. You guys just brought a ton of food. They had people to talk to all day long. We've become a staple in the Elkhorn community, and our community, I believe now, would miss us if we weren't, we weren't here. 
Through that, we are gaining more and more credibility to share the gospel. It's awesome. Third thing I want to celebrate is our care for Korean orphans on the Thai Burma border increased significantly. See, at Relevant, we focus our global impact efforts, efforts on the Korean people uh, from Burma, both in Omaha and on the Thai Burma border. And one of the ways we're focused on being for the Korean on the Thai Burma border is through orphan care. In 2012, we adopted, the, we adopted Safe Haven Orphanage, an orphanage on the Thai Burma border with about 60 Korean orphans. Since 2012, we've heavily invested in them. Well, after COVID hit in 2020, every person and every organization that supported Safe Haven Orphanage stopped giving to them, except us, except Relevant. Because of the Be Rich offering in 2021, we actually increased our support of them in 2022. Currently, Relevant Community Church is, is literally caring for all 60 orphans at the Safe Haven Orphanage, ensuring they have food and education and clothing and medical care. We are their only financial support. This past year, we funded the construction of a, of a much-needed building on the Safe Haven Orphanage prop, property. And Tosini, who started and leads the Safe Haven Orphanage, posted this, uh, posted this the following on social media. She said, thank you, Relevant, for supporting us all the time since we have known each other. And for never abandoning me or the children. And thank you for making this new building possible. Isn't that awesome? You guys, and by the way, Global Impact, so awesome. And by the way, for Global Impact Sunday in May, uh, we think we're having Tosney come. So we're flying Tosney across the world so she can come hang out with us on, on a Sunday morning. It's going to be fun. By the way, another organization we par we're partners with uh, for orphan care on the Thai Burma border is Outpour. And because of our 2021 Be Rich offering, we funded the start of construction on a new orphanage they had the vision to build by sending them $153,000 in 2022. And because of the 2022 Be Rich offering, we're sending them another $100,000 this year so they can finish building that orphanage. And that is just so awesome that our, this little church in Elkhorn, Nebraska is able to take care of these orphans halfway across the world. The fourth thing I just want to celebrate from 2022 is that we were fanatics about impacting the next generation for Jesus. In 2022, we made a bigger impact on the next generation for Jesus than ever. In 2022, there was a 24% increase in weekly attendance at our four next-gen weekly environments, Sprouts, Relevant Kids, Rooted, and Youth United. Uh, by the end of 22, we were reaching 380 kids and students every single week through those four weekly environments. That means 380 kids and students are being exposed to practical biblical teaching every single week through Relevant Community Church. There are now 833 kids and students who are engaged in a next-gen small group. That's a 61% increase from 2021. You guys, and this is a really cool thing, 105 middle school students and high school students are operating as the body of Christ and serving down either in Rooted, Youth United, or Rooted, Relevant Kids, or Sprouts. Our middle school and high school students are making those ministries possible. 37% of all of our volunteers in Sprouts, Relevant Kids, and Rooted are middle school and high school students. Isn't that awesome? Good job, guys. The really cool thing is we reached a lot of kids and students for Jesus. In 2022, 
95 kids and students put their faith in Jesus by asking to be the forgiver of their sins and lead of their life. 55 kids and students were baptized to proclaim their faith in Jesus. That's awesome. And this is, guys, this is crazy. And, and this, this is so cool because this shows how much responsibility we have, us old people. As of right now, at the end of 2022, 44% of our church, 44% of our church is under the age of 18. 44% of our church. That means that uh, 44% of our church doesn't have any money. <laughs> Clap about that. <laughs> All right, last but not least, what I want to celebrate from 2022, we relentlessly reached people for Jesus. And this is the most important win. So, you know, when that happens, we have a lot to celebrate. And today we have a lot to celebrate. More people put their faith in Jesus by asking him to be the forgiver of their sins and lead of their life. And more people were baptized to proclaim their faith in Jesus in 2022 than any one year span before at Relevant. In 2022, 225 people put their faith in Jesus and 79 people were baptized at Relevant Community Church. It's awesome. And listen, the only reason that happens is because God worked through us. He worked through you and through you and through you and every single one of us to make that possible. And God deserves all the praise for this, amen? So let's praise him for the amazing, transforming things he has done and what he will do when we keep our eyes on him and keep following him. Let's stand and praise God together. What I talk about next is exciting and it's important for all of us. But it's especially important for volunteer staff because you are the ones who have committed to own and drive the mission. For the next few minutes, I want to talk about the Relevance Center and one of our 10 cast-the-net visions. Let me give you a little history here. For the first nine years of our existence, we didn't have a building. We met on Sunday mornings at Indian Creek and did everything out of homes and any other places that we could rent out. In 2017, we launched a two-year generosity initiative called 212 that provided the necessary finances to build what is now called the Relevance Center. In December of 2019, the Relevance Center was completed, and we moved in. I want to remind you of something that I have said probably a thousand times, and it is this. The Relevance Center is not a church. The Relevance Center is a tool. See, so many churches view their buildings as the church, and they use it once a week on Sundays. The only other things they use it for are their services and events for their people, the church people, where they do their weddings and their funerals and their baby showers, and they view their church, their, their church building as a holy place, so anything not holy, whatever that means, is not allowed in, and they make all the kinds of rules for what can't happen in their building. And so often, because of that approach, they end up being just another church in the community, but the community is not impacted at all. The problem with churches viewing their buildings as the church is that the church, at least according to Jesus, is not a building. It's not an event. The church is a people. That's why we didn't put church on the side of our building and instead called it the Relevance Center. The Relevance Center is not a church. We are the church. The Relevant Center is a tool. The Relevant Center is definitely a tool to grow the ministries of Relevant, but we didn't build it primarily for us. 
We build it to be a tool to help us be for our community and impact our community by providing a great large venue with exceptional, you know, exceptional uh, production capabilities for people and organizations and businesses and our nonprofit partners to host their events at at an affordable price, and that the income generated through those booked events will help fund help fund Relevance mission and budget. But the primary reason we built the Relevant Center was to to be a tool to help us reach people for Jesus. As I said before, we're focused on casting the nets by being relentless about reaching people for Jesus. By being relentless about doing whatever it takes to reach people who don't know Jesus because this is the mission that Jesus came for. We built the Relevant Center to be a tool to get as many unchurched people as possible into the Relevant Center for as many non-relevant events as possible, not because we believe that's going to make them want to check out Relevant Community Church. But sooner or later, pivotal circumstances happen in all of our lives. And when maybe one of those pivotal circumstances happen in, in one of those people's lives that came to one of those events that happened here at the Relevant Center, maybe it'll stir a desire in them for the first time to want to seek God. And if that desire gets stirred to want to seek God, we want them to think, I was in that building that that church owns for that one event. I don't know where to go. I guess I'll go check out that church. Operating this building like this is extraordinarily inconvenient. It's extraordinarily expensive, but it's worth it because we'll do whatever it takes to reach one more person for Jesus. In 2022, just by, by the way, so you know, in 2022, we hosted 91 non-relevant events in the Relevant Center through which 16,000 people attended those 91 events. That means 16,000 people. It's awesome. <coughs> 16,000 people were exposed to Relevant Community Church who wouldn't have been without the tool of the Relevant Center. I think it's a big reason that we're reaching so many new people uh, that we are and that we did in 2022. The Relevant Center, it's the most expensive tool we have and the most powerful tool we have to grow the ministries of Relevant, impact our community, and help us reach people for Jesus. And we want to maximize this tool, the Relevant Center, to its fullest capacity, but we haven't maximized it yet. See, the Relevant Center is not complete. The current structure that you sit in today, it was the initial phase. If you look at that handout I gave you again, as you can see, one of the 10 cast the net visions is that by 2030, all aspects and phases of the Relevance Center are complete and we are debt free. First of all, this is nothing short of a God-sized vision. I can't even begin, I cannot even begin to imagine if this happened and does not seem as, it does not even seem like reality. I mean, as of today, we still owe $5.3 million on the Relevance Center as it stands. Just having that paid off by 2030 without completing any additional phases of the Relevance Center would be amazing. But we believe God put a much bigger vision on our hearts for this powerful tool that we call the Relevance Center. At the start of 2020, we knew that for this vision to move from just being a dream to a reality, that we needed to start taking strategic steps toward it right now. At the beginning of every year, we identify some main goals for the year and we put them on a strategic action plan. One of our main goals for 2022 was to determine the completed vision for the Relevant Center, what it looks like complete, you know, to be best used, to grow the ministries of Relevant, impact our community, reach people for Jesus. 
and the plan for how to make our 2030 vision of every aspect and phase of the relevant center is complete and we're debt-free a reality. I was committed to complete this goal last year so that I could communicate a 30,000-foot overview of the vision and plan with you by tonight, by Vision Night 2023. Well, through a lot of hard work and an enormous amount of time, I'm grateful that I'm able to do that. So here it goes. After an enormous amount of meetings with the elders and the leadership team over many, many months and expensive, extensive times of prayer, we were able to identify the focuses and needs of the Relevant Center's expansion. Now, before I quickly share these, you need to know that we filtered everything through the purpose of the Relevant Center to be a tool to grow the ministries of Relevant, impact our community, and reach people for Jesus. First, the first kind of focus and need is bigger space and more spaces for our weekly next-gen environments. As I said before, we are fanatics about reaching the next generation, impacting the next generation for Jesus. And as we celebrated earlier, it's happening. It is happening. But it's created a really good problem. And the really good problem is we're running out of space. The, that problem is actually be as being experienced most with Sprouts and Relevant Kids. Any parent who has a kid in Sprouts or Relevant Kids know this. Amen? Amen. I mean, them little suckers are jammed up in their jelly tight. <laughs> Yet God still continues to work powerfully. I mean, look at all the things we celebrated in 2022. Here's the reality. you got to know this. Right now, we are, as of right now, we are over capacity in Sprouts and relevant kids. As of right now, we are over capacity without reaching one more kid. And we can't be okay with that. We can't be okay with not having enough room to reach more kids for Jesus. We can't be okay with not being able to create the best environment to inspire and empower kids to take next steps to follow Jesus. We've talked extensively about trying to solve this problem by adding a third Sunday gathering. You know, it costs no money to add a third Sunday gathering. You can shift times around, add a third one. And we will do that at some point if we absolutely have to. But at this point in time, we feel like it's going to be more hurtful than helpful. There's only so many hours on a Sunday morning, which means you've got to go really early or you've got to get up into lunchtime, which means everyone's just going to pick the middle time anyway. <laughs> Furthermore, I don't know if you know this, but you add a third gathering, you gotta have all the you gotta have all the volunteers have a third gathering. And uh, I like our paid staff and would like not to kill them, and that might just do it. Uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to run Sunday gatherings. Furthermore, it just adding a third gathering, it doesn't help improve our approach. See, the relevant center isn't designed to facilitate our ideal approach for any of our four next-gen ministries, Sprouts, Relevant Kids, Rooted, or Youth United. Let me give you an example. We don't believe the best approach for kindergarten through fifth grade is to all be together. But on, we don't have any choice because we built this building with two rooms. So all of, K, all of kindergarten through fifth grade have to be together. The Relevant Center was designed based on what we could afford at the time, and we built it. That needs to change in the future. Our number one need, our number one focus of the Relevant Center expansion is bigger space and more spaces for weekly next-gen environments because impacting the next generation, well, it's worth everything. Impacting the next generation is worth whatever it 
may cost us. Secondly, rooms for groups of 10 to 20 people to meet in. As I said, there's only two rooms at Relevant, basically. The auditorium and the theater. <laughs> That's it. We don't have any rooms for next-gen small groups. Relevant Kids or Rooted or Youth United, come here on a Wednesday night or Sunday afternoon, and you're going to see small groups of students all over this building without any place to find a quiet, trying to just find a quiet corner, and there's no quiet corners. We don't have any rooms for our classes to meet in. We can't do more than one class in this huge building at a time, basically, because when classes meet, it's not a really good to meet in the foyer or this room with 20 people. We don't have any rooms for our paid staff to have meetings or appointments in. We don't have any rooms for them to, you know, for our paid staff to meet together to collaborate in a private space. Our staff meet all over this building. And if there's ever, and if there's anything going on in this building, which by the way, there is most days, we don't have anywhere to meet. This will help, you know, these rooms are going to help us grow the ministries of relevant. Furthermore, we get asked all the time by people and organizations and businesses if we have small meeting rooms that they can utilize. We don't. So this is going to help impact our community more. Third, a gymnasium. Now, I could go on and on and on about how impactful this tool would be, but I just want to talk about two reasons that this is a need and focus of the Relevant Center's future expansion. First... A big part of creating irresistible environments that kids and students love is the ability to have fun and, and go all out. Well, we can't do that in the Relevance Center. You know why? Because there are screens all over this whole building that you can't throw balls around this whole building. And so we are constantly, put down that ball, put down that ball, don't throw that ball. No fun, no fun, no fun, no fun. <laughs> and there's just no space. And yeah, we can go outside, but you know what? Hey, who wants to go outside and play today? You know, winter stinks. So this is going to help to be, a, this, this gymnasium will help be a tool to, you know, grow the, the ministries of our church and, you know, and help reach more kids and students. But this is also going to be a tool that's going to help impact our community. In our community, there is not, there is a huge need for more gymnasium space, if you didn't know that. Which basically means if we had a gym, we, this thing could be booked out every hour of every day for eternity. Uh, there's just not enough gymnasium space in our community. Fourth, larger office space for our growing paid staff. As, a, as our church grows, so does our paid staff team grows. And we only have room in our current office space to hire one or two more paid staff. Secondly, our, with this, our current office is not conducive, is not a conducive environment for collaboration and productivity. There is nowhere to meet. We crawl all over each other. I'm the only person that has a closed door. Like, it is, I mean, it is, we are just jammed up in there. And if there, you guys, if there is an event at the Relevance Center, we are prisoners. We can't even get to the bathroom. Like, because the bathrooms are out there. We don't even got a bathroom. Like, we got to go outside, and that gets embarrassing, and then (laughs) weird things happen, you know. Fifth, this, this is a sexy one. More storage space. Yeah, thank you. Getting some claps right there. I mean, you guys, we jam everything into every nook and cranny you can possibly think of in this building, and we have two storage units. We don't have enough storage, enough space even to store all of our tables and all of our chairs, just, why, just FYI. Six, larger, uh, a larger auditorium with bigger seating capacity. The current audit, our current auditorium capacity is about 900. Our desire would be at least 1,500. 
And we identified this as a focus and as a need of the Relevant Center's future expansion for two primary reasons. First, for us as a church. We continue to grow because we continue to reach more people for Jesus. Well, at some point, our current auditorium won't be able to facilitate that. And if, listen, if we have to go to a third gathering, we will, but that's not ideal for all the reasons I talked about earlier. Furthermore, Christmas and Easter are just a cluster, right? These are huge days to reach people who don't know Jesus, and we want to maximize them. I mean, but how many gatherings can you add on Christmas and Easter? This Easter, we already got to do five. Like, dang, man, like, five's a lot. I don't know about you, but, like, I ain't enjoyed Easter in many years, I am done when I leave here, you know. And so, I mean, but you, there's only so many hours in the day. Uh, the second thing this is going to be useful for is to impact our community. We have to turn a lot of organizations and a lot of businesses away from doing an event in the Relevant Center because they need and want a bigger space than our auditorium. This will help serve and impact our community and will help us reach more people for Jesus. And then finally, additional parking. Because, let's be honest, if you can't park them, you can't reach them. You know what I'm saying? Now, the obvious question that you're probably asking, so I'll answer it for you, is when and how will all this happen? Well, after spending an enormous amount of time and energy doing conceptual site massing, cost projections, need assessments, the elders determined that the Relevant Center's expansion will be done in three phases. Phase one will include New Sprouts ministry area and New Relevant Kids ministry area for kids kindergarten through second grade. It will include larger office space for our paid staff. It will include an additional storage space. It will include renovation of our current Sprouts rooms and our current office. It will include 15 to 18 rooms for groups of 10 to 20 people to meet in. The goal is that we would begin construction on phase one in summer 2024, so next summer. And we would complete it in summer of 2025. Phase two will be the gymnasium. And the elders will determine the timeline for phase two after the completion of phase one. Phase three will be the larger auditorium and additional parking. And once again, the elders will determine the timeline for phase three at the, at the completion of phase one. By the way, just so you know, phase three cannot happen on our current property. We have to have more land for th- phase three to happen. There is the potential, a potential has surfaced uh, of us potentially purchasing six more acres. That's presented itself. It's not a guarantee. It's not like it's happened. I I don't know if it will happen, but the potential of it has presented itself. If God leads us into it, we will buy that land because phase three cannot happen on our current property. We don't have big enough property. So this is the plan for expansion. But you need to remember, our 2030 vision is not that all phases of the relevant center are complete. That's not our vision. Our vision is by 2030, all, all, all aspects and phases of the relevant center are complete and we are debt free. If that happened, we would have been part of something that can only be attributed to God himself moving. If that happened, man, we'd reach more people for Jesus today. We'd inspire and empower more people to follow Jesus today. We'd impact our community more today. We'd be a part of advancing God's kingdom more today and for generations to come. And I don't know about you, but I'd like to be a part of that. Now the question you're probably asking is, well, how much is all this going to cost? It's a really good question. I'm not going to tell you. 
I'm not going to tell you because all I would do today is fill some of you with fear and doubt. And it would cause, if I said it, it would cause others of you to go, that's not possible. That's not possible. What I can tell you is that none of what I just shared with you would be possible by just making budget every year. What I can tell you is the only way any of this is going to be possible is through a significant increase in generosity. What I can tell you is it will probably require a generos another generosity initiative. Those of you who are around for the 212 initiative know exactly what I'm talking about. What I can tell you is that we'll be working hard this year to lay the groundwork to make phase one of the relevant center expansion a reality. What I can tell you is that this vision and that this plan is Goliath. And even if you've never read the Bible before, you're familiar with the story of David and Goliath. The story is recorded in 1 Samuel 17, and it begins with the Israelites, God's chosen people, at war with the Philistines. Goliath, a giant, a, a giant of a man, a champion warrior for the Philistine, challenged the Israelites to send out one warrior to fight him in single combat to determine the outcome of the war. Of the war. All the Israelite warriors are terrified, and no one steps up to fight Goliath. All of them say, this isn't possible. Then, out of nowhere, a young shepherd named David volunteers. David, he was too young, too inexperienced, too underarmed, too small, too outmatched to win. But he went out and faced Goliath anyway with only a sling and a few stones and huge faith in the power of his God. And you know how the story ends. David kills Goliath by striking him in the forehead with a stone. How did David overcome seemingly insurmountable odds to slay Goliath? And it was that it was because he was courageous enough to do what God was leading him to do. He was courageous enough to do what no one else had enough faith in God to do. He had faith that God would do what seemed impossible if he trusted him enough to take a next step and go on to the battlefield. And the same is true for us. So relevant. <laughs> Let's slay Goliath. Now the reality is, in order to do that, our trust and our faith, and our confidence in God as a church body must grow exponentially, must grow as big as David's. The church is a people. We are the body of Christ, which means for our trust in God as a church to grow big enough to slay Goliath, our faith in God as individual members of this church body must grow exponentially starting right now. And how does your, how does my, how does our trust and faith and confidence in God grow? Well, we talk about it all the time. By following Jesus one next step at a time. By trusting him enough to take the next steps he's inviting you to take today. You want to slay Goliath together? If so, here's the question we all need to answer today and every day through 2023. Jesus... What next step are you inviting me to take today? What have you felt convicted of, motivated to do, stirred in your heart to do, but you've been dismissing? Maybe it's something within relevant. Maybe it's giving or serving or engaging with volunteer staff or joining a small group. Maybe it's something relationally, sexually, at home, at work, 
at school. Oftentimes, the next step Jesus is inviting us to take is hard. It's terrifying. It's self-sacrificing. It's irrational. It's inconvenient. And that's why we dismiss it so much. But we must remember what Jesus is doing in those moments. He's inviting you to trust me. Come on. Trust me. And it's through taking those next steps that your faith grows. Whatever next step Jesus is inviting you to take now, take it. As he invites you to take next steps throughout the year, take it. Take it so that your and that our trust and confidence in God grows. Take it so that we can see the visions God has laid on our hearts become a reality. Take it so that you can experience a transforming work that God wants to do in and through relevant. Take it so that we can witness God do what only God can do in your life and in our church. Take it so that you're more transformed into everything God's created you to be. Take it so that we become a healthier church body. Take it so that God is more glorified. Take it so that we can lay the groundwork to slay. Lay Goliath together. The band is going to close out singing one final song. And as they do, I just want to encourage you and invite you to commit to take whatever next step Jesus is inviting you to take today and throughout 2023. Dear Lord, I have a confession to make in front of our church. I really don't even care if any of this happens. As long as our trust in you grows. So Lord, I pray that this year, today, we just say, Jesus, we're gonna follow you. Whatever you're inviting us into, I'm gonna follow you, Jesus, whatever you're inviting me into. Lord, as we do that, I know our faith will grow. I know we'll be more transformed. And all this other stuff, (laughs) that'll all take care of itself. And that'd be really cool to see happen. But it means nothing if our confidence in you is not there, if our trust in you is not there, if our faith in you is not there. And I know that because this is all about relationship with you, Jesus. And as trust goes, so goes the relationship. So Lord, today, as we sing, I pray this is just a time for just a couple minutes that we say, Jesus, wherever you're leading me, I will follow. I will follow you into the deep. I will follow you into the valley. I will follow you into the mountaintops. I will follow you into the oceans. I will follow. I will follow. I will follow.